you got to be able to celebrate celebrate the wins but also communicate the struggles and having a community is super important for that if you're doing it on your own it's a challenge so shrink the change make it simple as possible in this case 30 minutes a day for this person and then create a streak and then brag about the streak post about the streak talk about the streak and you'll the accountability the public accountability will hold you to a, something you'll be blown away with what you're capable of Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,245, One Easy Way to Start Increasing Your Self-Worth. Today, for episode number 1,246, How to Stick with Something for the Long Run. We at Next Level Podcast Solutions had a client a few months ago, maybe six months ago at this point, who came out of the gate hot. And this person was on the top of the charts and they were, they were positioned for success. All they had to do was just keep going and it, all, it was just all going to be amazing. And we've heard many stories of this and we've worked with many people and we've seen this happen. And this person said, honestly, I'm not really seeing the results I want, so I'm going to... I'm going to put the podcast on hold and I don't know if I'm going to do it. I was like, all right, well, in, you know, in my professional coach opinion, I think that's a huge mistake. As a friend, you do what you want to do. I want to make sure that you're living the life that you want, but I do think this is a, a big mistake. And it's interesting because for some people, when they start something, you kind of get this peak of interest and this peak of opportunity and sometimes the peak of results, which is interesting. But if you cannot continue doing what you're doing for the long run, it kind of doesn't matter. A lot of people say, Kev, how should I launch my podcast? And I can give you a bunch of tips and tricks, cool. But if you don't do what you need to do after, it doesn't really matter. So we referenced doing a deeper episode at some point last week. Uh, so today we're going to do a deeper episode. And I'm going to kick it to you, Alan, because I think, number one, you're super excited. And number two, that's all I really have to say. One of the best, sorry, one of the best topics we can ever do an episode on, I think, is how to stick with something for the long run. And the reason why is because of the compound effect. So if you're a long-term listener to this show, you know that my favorite book of all time is a book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And it is not necessarily because it's the best written. It is mostly because it's what I believe to be the most powerful concept in the universe. In other words... Um, if you can stick with something for the long run, you get compounded results. So I'm going to share a shout out uh, anonymously here with one of my clients who will know who I'm talking about when I, when I share this story. So shout out to you if you're listening. So this person I helped in fitness and this person literally referred to her own body 
as a broken piece of garbage, not meaning the aesthetics of it, but like this person dealt with chronic illness for pretty much their entire life and they struggled to get pregnant. They struggled to be a mom. They struggled to exercise consistently. They struggled to even stay healthy enough to live and breathe and do their everyday life. And they literally referred to their body as a broken piece of garbage. And whenever I coach anybody, I've talked about this a lot, I'm always trying to figure out what is the biggest detriment to someone's self-esteem. I call them self-esteem builders and self-esteem destroyers. And usually I do two columns and what are the self-esteem builders, persons, places, things, and ideas? What are the self-esteem destroyers, persons, places, things, and ideas? And usually there's one that's like the biggest by far. Oftentimes it is fitness. And so for this person, I kind of knew, I was like, okay, I've been doing this a long time. I know that until you fix that, that thing, until you have certainty, aka belief in your own ability to have your own fitness destiny within your own control, you are going to always feel like crap about yourself. You're always going to feel like, quote unquote, a broken piece of garbage. So how did we do it? This person, I'm proud to say, by the way, I actually just looked it up before this. Uh, is on a 179-day streak in a row of exercising for a half an hour a day every single day. And the reason why, right, unbelievable. And at one point, this person genuinely believed this was completely impossible. And I've actually got a lot of people right now, clients and team members that are doing incredible in fitness, and they all have streaks going. So the NLU Fit Pick is, is doing really well. But anyways, so... This person at one point went from rock bottom, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to have a body of my dreams, never mind even a body that's reasonable, to 179 days of exercise in a row. How? How did she do it, right? How did she do it? She's at one point, just like everyone else, struggling to stay consistent. We've all been there. We've all been there. How did she do it? This is what she attributes it to. She said, I shrunk the thing. And I stopped needing to be perfect. I just made it smaller. And I stopped needing my workouts to be perfect. So this person actually got COVID during the streak. And she ended up saying this to herself. She said, as long as I move my body, do something for my body for 30 minutes a day, it counts. Okay, as long as I move my body. When she got COVID, she literally did yoga and counted it for 30 minutes. Okay, so it's not like she's having a... 30 minutes a day of HIIT training that's insanely intense every single day. But she is showing up every single day for 179 days straight for her body, moving her body, okay? So shrink the thing is the first thing. If you want to stick with something for the long run, you have to shrink the thing. And think about this. Kevin and I, 1,246 episodes. Imagine each one of those was four hours. There's no way. There's no way, Kev. We can barely do it with 20-minute episodes, right? Yeah. And and that's what I think a lot of people do is they make a huge mistake. They think, I'm going to work out for an hour and a half, four days a week. It is so unreasonably difficult to carve out an hour and a half plus a drive there and a drive back. That's two hours. If you have no family, if you have no career, if you have no kids, if you have no pets, yeah, of course right? That's probably pretty easy for someone who has no responsibilities. But if you have multiple businesses, maybe multiple children, maybe maybe you have a podcast, maybe you have pets at home, waiting, plants, you name it, a home to manage, 
And so number one is shrink the change. Number two, and this is what I think to be the more powerful one, assuming you do the first one right. If you do the first one right, then this next one will work, which is create a streak. This I've found to be really, really powerful. And this works with many, many people. I, I was on the phone with a client recently and she's been tracking habits for the tail end, since the tail end of 2020. So two years, over two years. But that's because she started small and she just stuck with it. Once you have a streak, you got to, so for example, this, this original person with the fitness goal, 179 days straight. There's a reason I know the 179 days because we track it. She tracks it. Most importantly, it doesn't matter that I'm tracking it. Although I do think the accountability as her coach matters, but she tracks it because once you have a streak going, you'll do anything not to break it. I mean, you did a hundred percent days for four or five months and that was way harder than 30 minutes a day of exercise. Cause that was what 25 habits or something crazy. Yeah, something. Human beings love streaks. Who here has ever had a, as if we're live, <laughs> think for the listeners, think of when you had a Snapchat streak with somebody. 300 days, have you ever had a Snapchat streak? Kevin? Probably a long time. I don't know, man. I wasn't really like a Snapchat guy. Okay. Well, I know that I had a Snapchat streak with you even at well, well, one point. Did, I'm pretty sure we? it was every single day. I liked, I yeah. preferred to waste my, my, my time in other, in other ways than Snapchat. Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, whatever. But that Snapchat streak, the chat streak, very smart. Snapchat knows yeah. you don't want to break the streak. And so that's the two main things, how to stick with something for the long run. I think number one, shrink it, make it small enough to actually sustain. Mm. And then number two, create a streak. Start with a week and then count eight, nine, ten. I remember for me, one of the hardest streaks I've ever done, probably the hardest streak I've ever done actually, is quitting alcohol. And I remember I used to track the days. I used to track them. Now I don't know that. I know the last time I drank was July 4th, 2019, which I don't know how many days that is. I can just ask Siri. But I used to track it. And the reason I tracked it is because it was hard for me. Once it stopped being hard for me, I stopped tracking it. But tracking will change your life. So shrink the change. Make it simple as possible. In this case, 30 minutes a day for this person. And then create a streak. And then brag about the streak. Post about the streak. Talk about the streak. And you'll, the accountability, the public accountability will hold you to a, something. You'll be blown away with what you're capable of. One more story, Kev, I'll let you talk, I promise. Please, please. Very good. One of the NLU team members, Brandon, shout out to Brandon. He has something going right now called Miles for Mindset. He decided at the beginning of the year, 2023, he wants to run one mile a day, every day for a full 365 days. Now, I'm not saying to start there, Brandon happens to be an athlete and he's been an athlete ever since high school and he's also super super self-disciplined so don't start with that if you're if you're earlier in this journey but here's the cool part his little brother's doing it now he went to his friend's house and his friend's little brother's doing it now and he actually attributed it to the nlu fit pick which is even crazier because that's what gave him the idea to start miles for mindset and so make it bigger than you that's another little cheat code too. When it's bigger than you, Kevin and I would never do 1,246 anything just for ourselves. Mm. There's no way. I've never done 1,246 anything just for me. Donuts. Uh, no. Uh, 1,246? I don't know, get, man. A couple I've, weeks, I've hammered, you and I? I've hammered a lot of donuts, but I don't think it's that many. But <laughs> the point is, is shrink the change, make it small enough to sustain create a streak and do it for something bigger than yourself. And I'm telling you, you'll be blown away with what you're capable of.
Hi, my name is Tim Melanson, and I have a web development agency called Creative Crew Agency, and I'm also a podcast host of the Work at Home Rockstar podcast. I met Alan a little over a year ago. He was a guest on my podcast, and we had an epic conversation, and I was just really impressed with his work ethic. And so I decided to jump on board with him, and it's been a little over a year now. My business has grown, but more importantly, I feel much less stressed, and much more purposeful with uh, what I'm doing in the direction that I'm going. So I definitely highly recommend Alan. If you're looking for some accountability, if you're looking for some tools, then look him up, take him up on this consultation. I think, and those are great. Those are all great points. And again, I've seen it too on the team where it's like, those are the things that are making the difference and people are crushing it. So that's definitely proof. The I think the other aspect for a lot of people is you've got to find wins in the journey. There's a lot of us that start something. It's just, you got to find wins. You have to find some wins along the way. Because if you're waiting for like the top of the mountain win, whatever that is. So for us, most successful podcast in the self-improvement industry, number one, that may never happen. Number two, if it does happen, it's not going to be for several decades. So it's like, if that's what, if we're holding out for that breath of air, we're not going to last. But there's been so many people ask me like, what's the, what's been the coolest part of the, the podcast. And it's like, honestly, when we went, one of the coolest things ever was when we went to California and we interviewed people where they lived. Like that was super cool. You know, Brant Pimvedic at his house, at his movie theater, Dr. Nikki Starr in Malibu. Like that was awesome. I enjoyed yeah. those. That was really, really, really cool. Those were little pieces of celebration along the journey. So I think that's it. And here's the other thing too. You got to have an accurate expectation in the beginning. I think that's one of the biggest things. It's, I shared something on my story today. Uh, let me look because I want to, I want to start crediting people that I talk about because I think that's only fair. So this, it's a person that I've been following on social media for a minute because she's just like real. I think her name is, uh, S Stephanie Joanne. She's a business coach. She did a video today about how she said, I, I feel like it's disrespectful when people post video content or content in general about how easy it is to win at business. You'd love this person because she's just very truthful. I'm already a big fan. She, and I've, I resonate heavily with her stuff. Like she's very truthful about this. One of the reasons I struggle with that, the opposite of that where people say everything is super easy is because I'm afraid it's setting you up with negative expectations, false expectations that it's supposed to be real. And the first time you get kicked in the face, hypothetically, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Duh. Whatever. Not really. Proverbial. Hypothetically. Proverbial. Perverber, proverbially? Is that the word? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if, we had an episode get... earlier this week. Attitudinal, attitudinally? Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, attitudinal? attitudinal? Yeah, we're learning a lot of words this week. When you get proverbially, proverbially, whatever it is, kicked in the teeth, <laughs> I don't want you to say, oh, not for me. I can't win here because you have false expectations. So I think that's mm -hmm. another important piece. When you start something you got to have an idea of what's to be expected. If Alan reaches out to me, and I pray he never does this, but he might, if he reaches out to me and says, hey, Kev, we're going for a run today at noon, I'm going to ask Alan a couple questions. I say, hey, man, number one, where are we going? Number two, uh, what, like, what do I need? Uh, there, you know, are we running off-road or what, what, are we, what are we planning here? Number three, the most important thing probably is what kind of distance are you trying to cover? And quick half marathon. Yeah. So that's going to dictate 
everything, right? It's going to dictate what clothes I bring. It's going to dictate what clothes I wear, what shoes I wear, whether I say yes or not. Honestly, if it's a half marathon, I got to bow out. I can't make it. Podcast stuff, a lot of stuff going on. But the expectations determine the approach. So I think that's another important thing too. If you want to do something for a long period of time, you got to understand what a long period of time is going to take. Now, here's the other thing. Obviously, when you start, let's just say an exercise streak, I cannot... Uh, say from experience because I haven't worked out for 170 or I don't even know the most I've ever worked out, maybe like 30. But you don't really know what 330 days is going to look like when you start. You're probably close to, what, 330, 340 now. You can't yeah. really know what that looks like until you hit a certain number. So I think that's the important thing too is it's almost like when you're driving you don't look right in front of the car. You have dif different distances that you look, right? So you're looking like far ahead to see like, okay, how's traffic look? Then you're looking, you know, half as far ahead to make sure, you know, something's not there. And then you look at the car in front of you. You're kind of looking at different distances throughout the journey. I think that's another important thing too. Well, to the point you made about the 340 days in a row, two things. I mean, again, shrink the change. Shrink the thing is what I called it. I brought it to a half hour. And create a streak. I did that with NLU FitPick and then make it bigger than myself. I did it with clients. I did it with the NLU community. Hashtag NLU FitPick. On top of that, I'm doing it with Emilia and it's got hashtag team evolve moves, which it's NLU and evolve now. So I feel the responsibility and the accountability from that. And then now I know Brandon's doing miles for mindset and all kinds of stuff. So it helps me stay accountable. The other piece of this is I only started out saying I want to beat my old best. My old best at the time, I never said I want to do a year. I said I want to beat my old best, which I know is three months. I want to get to four. And then when I got to four months, it was like Forrest Gump. Might as well keep going, <laughs> right? And it's like, that's that's the way you kind of got to do it. And believe it or not, it was actually born. I never told this story before, but it was actually born out of someone Emilia knows reached out and said, I'm going to do an 80-day challenge, fitness challenge. And this person I know well, and I know they've never really worked out consistently. Um, and I knew they wouldn't. And I said, sweetheart, I know you want to believe that person's like going to do that. They're not going to do that. And, and I'm not trying to be mean. I just have the statistics. I've done 3,900 coaching calls. And I, I know the stats on how many people actually keep a streak like that. And trust me, that person's not going to do it. Because they've never even done three days. Mm. You know, until you can do three days, don't try 80. You know? Unless you shrink the change, make it bigger than yourself, start small, and then get to three, and then decide four. But this person right out of the gate was like 80 days. And that's actually what made me decide to do it. I said, sweetheart, I've tried that, and I only got to 97 or something, right? And I worked out every day for, not every day, but um, consistently every every week on the week for years. And this person's never done that, right? So, So again... This person, it wasn't anything against them. I knew they were setting themselves up for failure because they were starting way too hot out of the gate. And I knew they were all talk and no walk. And so I'd rather you crawl and then walk and then jog and then fast jog and then run and then sprint. And then when sprinting doesn't work, which by the way, I went from, 40, from 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And then the other night I was like, babe, 30 minutes. It's 11 o'clock at night. No, 30, like let's do 30 minutes. We tried to jump to 45. Sometimes we do 45. Sometimes we do 30. The other day we did 40. 
The point is it has to be 30 plus. And you got to start with crawling and then walking and then jogging and then jogging fast and then sprinting and then maybe back to jogging and then maybe back to walking and then eventually sprinting again. It needs to be a journey that you set yourself up for long-term sustainability and consistency. And I just think that so few people are able to do that because it's not fun and it's not sexy. It's not, it's really not. It's even, even doing it for 340 days. It's really cool. Like when you say it like that, but it's posting that every day is not fun anymore. It's not, Oh, (laughs) there's Alan in the gym again. Like it's not, there's nothing sexy about it at this stage. At this point, it's just mundane as hell. But if it means something to you, you know, and that's probably the last point is make it mean something bigger than you. That's what it means to me is it's, it's definitely bigger than me. And I, I made a pact with Emilia, you know, and who knows if we'll do it forever, but I know I'm going to do at least a year. I, I'm going to get to the year mark. I know that. I'm curious to see what happens after. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ran that far. I'm I already well thinking of an, going. of an off day for you. I'm like, I don't know, man. You have a lot of fun. <laughs> I think the, the other, and the last thing I'll say before we get out of here is the community too. That's the other interesting thing is you got to be able to celebrate celebrate the wins but also communicate the struggles and having a community is super important for that if you're doing it on your own it's a challenge i mean that's even it's going to be a challenge already right but imagine trying to do it with no feedback with no support with no encouragement with no permission we talked about permission a lot this week that i think that's very interesting and and very important you got to have a group where it's okay to do great things it's it's appreciated to do great things. It's rewarded to do great things because a lot of people, you know, they might hear, well, you've exercised every day for a week or two weeks or a month or six months or a year. And if you're in the wrong community, it's gonna be like, oh, well, good for you, man. Like, cool. You know, you do you. Anything else you want to brag about? We're in the right community. People are going to say, wow, that's really, that's really inspirational. Wow. Because of you, I did something different. And then because of you doing something different, me doing something different, this, this other people did some, some things different, now everything's different. So I think the community is an important aspect as well. One more, Kev. I, uh, <laughs> to, to your point, this person is in book club, that I, the 179-day streaker. Hmm. Uh, streaker, probably the wrong <laughs> term. <laughs> 179 days of streaking, I'm joking. Uh, it's funny, I just thought of old school, the movie. Hmm. But anyways, uh, bring your green hat. So... This person's in book club and this person was talking about this streak because I basically said something along the lines of everyone be honest with themselves. Like, do you think that you could exercise that many days in a row? Because we were referring to Brandon. Brandon is the director of book club. Brandon is, I think, 97 days, miles in a row, one mile a day. And I said, who else thinks they could actually do that? And um, someone said that they couldn't in book club. And this other person chimed in and said, no, 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 wait. I said the same thing. She's like, I used to say the same thing. I I used to say, I can't do it either. And now here I am literally doing it. So, but if you don't start small, it's just never going to happen. So I would say you got to start really small and then you have to make it mean something to you and hopefully to people you love. I think that we'll do more for those we love than anything else in this world. And yeah, you got to connect it to that. You got to connect it to something meaningful. Otherwise it's just working out for no reason. (laughs) Um, which, you know, none of us are going to stick to. So 
fair. Next level nation, as we have been mentioning, friendly reminder, April 1st, 2023, live in Worcester, Massachusetts, you and 49 other members of the next level community, Alan and myself having a transformational day. It's not a speech. It's not a presentation. We're not lecturing you. It is a, I'll say a large conversation about self-improvement. That, that's a good way to frame it. And it's not just going to be us on stage. I want to come down into the audience and I just want to have an experience. I want to get to know everybody and I want everybody to leave with more awareness and more information and more tactics. But I want you to leave that room looking at yourself a little bit differently in terms of the identity, in terms of your comfort zone, your learning your uh, learning zones, your anxiety zone. So please join us if you are local. If you want to take a trip, it is a great excuse to take a trip. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. So we've been talking a lot about book club lately, and I just gave a couple stories of how book club has impacted people and how everyone's sharing their experience and how Kevin mentioned being a part of a community that actually supports doing great things. That is what book club is about. Uh, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess by Dr. Caroline Leaf is the book that we are currently doing one chapter per week every Saturday 12 30 p.m eastern standard time we got a private whatsapp community and we set intentions every week and we check in on them midweek and it really is an awesome place to consistently learn and the best part about it at least for me is that it holds me accountable to consistently stay reading because I do audible all the time but I only do hard copy book basically with book club so join us the registration link will be in the show notes and uh, we hope to see you there Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1,247. We're creeping up there, Alan. Feels like we haven't crossed the 100 mark, though, like in a while. You know what I mean? I feel like we've been 1,200s for years. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, regret. So let's get real about regret is going to be episode number 1,247. It might be a heavy one, but I think regret is something that I don't want to say it gets confused a lot, but people don't really talk about it. And they say like, to how do you know, you want to avoid it. So I want to talk about it. That's my goal. Big fan. You're Not big of, fan regret, of regret, but of yeah. talking about I the value that. of it. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, that's why you and I get along so well. Good, good topics this week. It's, I'm trying to make every week the best week of topics we've ever had. That's my new, that's my new intention. That's my goal. So that's, that's what we're, we're aiming for around here. Perfect. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.